listening to Dear Lash Artists. I'm your host, Mitzi Hernandez. I went from being a broke single mom working in factories and warehouses to a thriving lash artist with a six-figure business. I am living a life I never thought was possible for me, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico. Now, I teach Latina lash artists that are feeling stuck, discouraged, and frustrated how to build a lash business that gives them financial freedom, more free time to spend with their loved ones, and a new love for lashing. I'm leading a movement to empower Latina lash artists to raise their prices, double their income, and become the women they're destined to be. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I am back and today we're going to be discussing the third point about finding out how you should charge or what your quote unquote worth is as a lash artist. Now, I do want to start by saying that I am recording this in the middle of the day in the new house that I live in and apparently they do yard work in the middle of the day here. So you might hear some background noise. And then this house, the ceilings are a lot taller than my previous house. So I feel like there's going to be an interesting echo. I'm sure my podcast manager is probably going to try to help it and do some with it. But if you do hear an echo, just know that it's because I'm in the new house that I moved into. I will find a new location inside the house that will provide less echo so that it's a more enjoyable experience for you and for my podcast manager to not have to edit so much. Okay, so let's jump straight into it. The third point is, can 80% of your clients make it to three weeks without going bald? Now, I'm sure a couple of y'all heard my last episode and was thinking, Okay, you said we're going to talk about retention again, but you just talked about retention in this episode. How much more retention do we need to talk about? We need to talk about the fact that just because your clients can make it to two weeks does not mean that you're giving them good retention. Now, like I stated in the last episode, if you haven't listened to the last episode, I 100% would recommend you do. I recommend you just listen to the whole series because it's a continuum and I talk about how it built upon itself. But anyway, back to today's point. A large portion of my clients come once a month. Well, I said a large portion, but it's not over 50%. So that's not a large portion. See, now y'all got me thinking, how am I, you know what? Instead of me guessing, I'm gonna go figure it out and I'll come back and I'll mention it next episode. I will tell you the percentage of people that come at Four weeks, the percentage of people that come at three weeks and the percentage of people that come at two weeks. I actually don't have a lot of two-weekers. The majority of my clients come three to four weeks. Back to what I was saying, every client is different, right? Every client, their health is different. The way they take care of their lashes is different. If they have any deficiencies in their body is different. Everything is different. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, lash extensions are finicky. So you don't really know what the fuck is going on nine times out of 10, in my very honest opinion. You have to control as much as you can in the room and just cross your fingers and hope for the fucking best. 
that is why I am so big on advocating that you need to learn your gluten. Because I've seen pie charts on the internet where it's like good retention for lash extensions is 33% the lash artist's input, 33% the client. And 33%, just like whatever it is that the body is doing. And when I say the client, I mean whatever the client is doing. And I just don't fucking agree with that. I don't agree with it in any shape, way, or form because I firmly believe that it is 60 to 70% the lash artist and then 30% the client. I think the client 100% can influence how their retention does. But a large portion of how someone's retention is, is based off the lash artist, point blank fucking period. And like I talked about in the last episode, also the glue doesn't really matter as long as it works for you. I've worked at a Mason Lash and we all use the same fucking glue and everyone had different retention. So this whole narrative that you see, like even when People have reviews when you go to the website and the website has like reviews. Reviews are fun. They're nice. They're great. It's obviously good to have them because it's social proof of like, oh, okay, people are buying this. I should invest my money into it. But I just feel like glue is a personal choice. Just because you end up on a website and you see a thousand, two thousand, hell, I don't give a fuck if it's a million reviews. You don't know why these people are saying this is great for them versus someone like you getting it, investing your money, and then it not working for you. Because glue is personal. What do you like? What do you want? What environment do you live in? If you have not figured that out yet, I need you to really play with glues. And maybe the cheapest option for you to play with glues is Amazon. Or maybe if you have a lash friend, y'all can go in on glues and y'all can both try them. Something along the lines where you have enough access to different adhesives and you can see what you like and what you don't like. And by the way, it may change, right? Like I realized I liked a thick glue when I worked with a thick glue. So Keep that in mind. Sometimes you think, oh, well, this is the kind of glues I like. I just like this glues because that's what you know. But it's also, in my opinion, important as a artist. Like if you take away the money making part of it, if you're doing lash extensions as a way to express your creative side, part of being an artist is finding the tools that work best for you. So if you view lash artistry outside of the business, outside of this is going to go make me money, if you view it from the like the lens of I'm an artist what tools work for me everyone uses different fucking tools I remember I went to the art museum a long time ago I love art museums and every chance I can I I go to them I went through a phase when I was dating where I would go that would be my date right because most art museums are free or at least in the state I live in they're free it would be very easy to convince guys to go to the art museum with me So it was very easy for me to constantly be in a museum. So anyway, this was like years ago, so I can't name the artist. I don't know who it was, but it was a local artist in Durham, North Carolina. And anyway, I went to this museum and they were having this exposition of local artists. And she literally created her art by burning paper. Like, you know how you get a lighter and you kind of grace the paper with it and it makes that black streak or that brown streak? That's how she made her art. 
And I just found that so fucking beautiful, right? Like she discovered tools that is that were unconventional for her and she mastered that. So that's essentially what I'm telling you. You're an artist. Now, if you are one of the people that views lash artistry as strictly a money thing, think about the fact that you can make more money when you figure out what works for you. And if you view lash artistry as a true artistry, then think about the story I just told. You're just trying to find the tools that work best for you. So now back to the original point. I get new clients who are very much trained by their lash artist that you have to come in every two weeks. And while that is fine, if you are priced at a quote unquote reasonable price or a more economical price, I completely understand why you train your clients like you have to come in every two weeks. Like I'm not against it. Get your money, do your thing. It is what it is. But for me, because I am priced at a luxury level, I get all walks of life, right? Like I get the clients that can't afford to come every two weeks, like the two weekers I have now. But then I have clients who really, really like my lashes and they're making a sacrifice to be able to put me into their budget. Or also, I think I've mentioned many times, I'm a slow lasher. It takes me a while to do an infill. So sometimes people cannot dedicate so much time to get in their lash extensions done. I, that tends to be more of the issue with my clients than the money piece. But I do have some clients who are really putting me in their budget. And so they cannot come every two weeks. And I pride myself in saying, you should not have to come back for three weeks. Now, if you're someone that wants to come at two weeks, of course, you're welcome to come at two weeks. If you're someone that needs to stretch it a little bit, three and a half weeks is what I normally recommend. But there is no reason you should be back here weekly or biweekly unless you want to and you can afford the time and the money piece of it. And so recently I got a new client and she told me, you know, I have to come every two weeks because if not, they all fall out. She said, you cost more than my last lash girl. So if I could stretch it to three weeks, that would make me really happy. I would have to see how I can fit you in my budget if I have to come every two weeks. And we talked about what does have to come every two weeks mean for you, right? Because like I said, I have clients who have to come every two weeks because they hate the way they look after two weeks. They want to always be full and perfect. But then I have clients who don't have to come every two weeks. They are okay stretching it to three because they still have lashes. So anyway, long story short, she said that if she did not come at every two weeks, by the third week, she would be bald. Okay, if you are a lash artist whose clients have to come every two weeks or they become bald, you want to work on your retention because once you work on your retention, you are able to charge more. Now, I do want to say there's some positives and negatives to having good retention. Okay, positives, right? Your clients see your worth. Your clients are like, okay, my friend is going to someone, but she has to go every week or they all fall out. I only have to come every three weeks. Your clients don't have to invest that much money. Your clients don't have to invest that much time. Now, the money piece obviously is different. 
depending on what you charge. But believe it or not, I'm priced the way I'm priced because I feel like even people that charge $50 to $60 a fill, if your client has to come in every two weeks, they're paying you what they would be paying me. They're just coming to me less. You get good reviews. You get good recommendations, word of mouth. You're proud of yourself. You feel good about your artistry. You're confident in telling new clients, okay, you should be coming every three weeks and you stand by it. You've discovered what kind of artist you are. You've discovered the tools that work best for you. Those are the pros. Now, the cons is you need more clients than the average lash artist who is having their clients come every two weeks. Because if all your clients are coming every two weeks or every week and they can't stretch it past three weeks, you don't need that many clients because they're constantly coming in. Like the the little bit of clients you have are constantly rotating and coming in. But when your clients are only coming once a month, clearly you need more clients to keep yourself full. You need more clients to make good amount of money. So that's a con, in my opinion. Now, if you are a lash artist that wants to abide by the rhetoric of your clients have to come every two weeks in order for the lash extensions to look good, that's fine. And you can continue to do that. But it should not be because if they go three weeks, they're going to go bald. Because if that is the case, you want to work on your retention. Like there is no other way around it. Your clients should not need to come every two weeks or their retention sucks. People should be able to get to three weeks and not be bald. Now, when I'm saying bald, I am exaggerating. When I'm saying bald, I don't mean like they don't even have one lash hanging on for dear life. When I say bald, I mean it's no longer a fill. It's now a full set. You are going to have to work twice as hard to get them full. You're not going to be able to get them full in that fill time that you have set aside for them. That's what I mean by bald. I don't mean like, oh, are your clients coming in and don't have a single lash? So I don't want you to hear that and say, well, you know, that's not me because some of my clients come in and have like two, three lashes hanging on for dear life. Like, no. You want your clients to be able to choose to come at two weeks, but if they have to, then they can come at three. If you are someone who is struggling with retention, seek out someone that can help you with retention. But before you even pay anyone for that type of information, have you played with different adhesives? Have you played with different ways of attaching the extension? Like, ask yourself, how much experience do I truly have in my craft? If you got one training and then you're like, okay, I'm good to go, let's go. You haven't explored enough. You have not explored enough. So then you might have to pay someone. But if you're someone who has paid two, three trainers and you're still struggling with retention, you are doing something wrong in the room. You haven't fully understood your adhesive. In that case, I personally would not recommend that you go take another lash training. I would actually recommend that you seek someone out that has a course specifically about retention or ask local lash artists. Like, if you can do it for free, fucking do it for free. Like, 
my retention got as good as it is right now, honestly, for fucking free. You know why? Because if there's a lash artist that I admire, I watch their live. If there's a lash artist that I admire, I'm on their podcast. I'm on their TikTok. And you would be surprised how much free information there is out there. Like, you would just be so fucking surprised that you actually don't need to pay for a lot of the information that people are claiming you can pay for. Most of it is free. Now, why is it that you would pay if you want to save yourself some time and some headache? Because, listen to what I just said. I watch lives. I watch TikToks. I listen to podcasts. That causes me to invest a shit ton of time into my craft. If you're someone who you're like, bitch, I'm already tired from lashing. I got kids. I got to clean this house. I got a boyfriend. I got a husband. I got to cook. Then of course, of course pay because it's saving you time and a headache to get straight into getting the information. So I am recording this in the middle of my day, like I stated at the beginning, and I have to get back to work. I had a small two-hour break, and I decided to come home and eat and do a little bit of cleaning and record this podcast. So it's time for me to go back to work. I'm sorry that this one is so short. Next week, we're coming with the fourth point, which will be... How many times in one week are you running late to an appointment? Ooh, honey, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to talk about this because I have fucking ADHD and I'm constantly running late to most of the things I do in life. So I cannot wait to talk about this one point. If this sounds like you, if you're constantly on the go, if as soon as you open your eyes, you're going, 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 running, running, running because you're constantly and chronically late or you just have time blindness and you think, okay, something is only going to take me 10 minutes, but it actually takes you 20. Or if you're just someone who doesn't sleep and so you always oversleep, this episode is going to be for you. So please stay tuned. We will catch up in next week's episode. And before I dip out, I do have one thing to say. I am launching a course. If you are familiar with my trust journey, then this essentially is going to be a very in-depth step-by-step of the trust journey. You're going to be excited because you're going to learn literally the inception of the trust journey and how to make it work for you. I'm so fucking excited for this because... It's just like, I'm literally going to make this the best course I can possibly make it. I'm giving myself six months to create this course. I'm not going to rush it. I want this to be perfect. I want this to address every single question someone could potentially have about the trust journey. Because the first time that I did the webinar on the trust journey, I I talked about it. I think it was like a four hour, maybe three hour webinar. And while I like went in and like explained the trust journey to people, I didn't hit every single question or issue or problem that could arise while you're doing the trust journey. So I want this course to literally be like you take it and every question you can possibly think of is going to be answered. I'm thinking that everyone who buys the course will have access to a monthly 
or a bi-monthly to join a call with me. If you just want to chit chat with me, I am able to answer questions because I know for me, I really love having that one-on-one when people teach me things. I want everyone to be able to get their business off the ground because I truly believe that everyone can make money in the lash industry. I truly believe that everyone can make a decent living. And if you want to take it further, you definitely can become wealthy from this industry. So I am really, really excited for this. Like I stated, I'm giving myself six months, which means the course won't be ready till January, February, the latest, because I want to do everything in my power to make it the best course ever. Thank you so much for listening. I'm very, very grateful. I'm very happy. It makes me very happy to see that y'all are listening. Any questions, anything that you may have, be sure to reach out to me. I'm always happy to talk to anyone that listens to my podcast. Until next time, my lovelies, you will hear from me next week.